I'm RJ with Hate Street. This is BillBot.com, the week in Georgia, in English, coming to you from the heart of the left coast, San Francisco, California. Today is Thursday, the 3rd of May, 2018. On this date in 752, Yashun bin Alam IV, or Bird Jaguar IV, took the Mayan throne. He's known for legitimizing his claim to the throne through the creation of large stone stelas. 1791, Europe's first modern constitution is adopted by the great Sejm of the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth, leading to war with the Kingdom of Prussia, Russia, and the Targowica Confederation, although I think the Corsicans could argue this, since they predated the U.S. Constitution. 1755, Paoli and all that, when they got uh, independence from the Genoese. 1808, hundreds of Madrileños that rebelled against the French occupation are executed by Napoleon's army, a scene remembered in Francisco Goya's painting, The Third of May, 1808. 1920, a Bolshevik coup attempt fails in Tbilisi, and the Red Army troops are stopped at the Azerbaijani border, leading to the May 7th Treaty of Moscow, in which Soviet Russia recognizes Georgia's independence on the condition that the country not harbor anti-Russian troops. Lenin really didn't want to occupy Georgia. Stalin ignored him a year later, and that was one of the many broken treaties between Moscow and Tbilisi. 1963, in Birmingham, Alabama, police force switches tactics and begins using force to stop civil rights protests, leading to iconic images of protesters being attacked by police dogs sprayed with fire hoses, bringing worldwide attention to the civil rights movement. 1978, the first spam email is sent by Gary Thurek in, sorry, to 393 ARPNET users. It advises, uh, it advertises a new model of digital equipment corporation computer. Birthdays are in 612 Constantine III, the shortest serving Byzantine emperor. In 1893, Constantine Gamzakhordia, Georgian author and father of Zviad. In 1898, Golda Meir, Israel's first and only female prime minister. In 1919, Pete Seeger, American folk and protest singer. And in 1933, James Brown, the godfather of soul. I'm your host, Mark Mullen. If you'd like to come in on the forum or ask a question, go to tbilpod.com or send us an email at tbilpod, T-B-L-P-O-D, at gmail.com. We're not getting enough questions recently, so if you've got something you want to ask, anything at all Georgia-related, let us know and we'll answer it for you. Put it on the forum or send us an email. Otsnebas Givi Chichinadze won a seat in Parliament in Saturday's Vani and uh, Choni by-election. Chichinadze won a little less than 58% of the vote, followed by European Georgia's Gigi Ugulava with a little over 38%. Four other candidates failed to get any significant number of votes. Turnout was 57.9%. About 48,000 voters in the International Society for Fair Elections and Democracy said the elections were largely peaceful and free of violations. Tbilisi Metro workers plan to go on strike today, May 3rd, but the union, Unity 2013, canceled the strike after the Tbilisi transport uh, connected former employees, sorry, after Tbilisi transport, the company, contacted former employees and offered them jobs to replace the striking workers. Unity 2013 says that's dangerous to replace the current staff with former employees because the system has been modernized and significantly changed. The staff have been trained in the ways that the old, the, the old employees have not. 
They gave the company 30 days to comply with their demands for a higher salary or face another strike. The current average salary is 1,038 lottie. They want to raise it to 1,500. Seems pretty reasonable. New smoking regulations went into effect on the 1st. All smoking, including electronic cigarettes and hookahs, is banned in indoor public places, including restaurants, bars, workplaces, public areas of apartment buildings, including stairwells and roofs, and public transportation, but excluding jails and taxis as well as boats. There are also new regulations on tobacco product display and advertising. Establishments, buildings, or public transit drivers found violating the rules will be charged 500 lottie for the first offense, 1,000 for repeat violations. Individual smokers will receive 50 to 100 lottie uh, fines. The rule will be expanded in 2020, right after the parliamentary elections, to include stadiums and hotels. It's estimated that the country will save 27 million lottie yearly by enacting the ban. Protests restarted in Armenia this week after Parliament didn't support the candidacy of Nikol Pashinyan for Prime Minister. Protesters blocked the road to Yerevan to the Yerevan airport, closed all land borders on Wednesday, including the border with Georgia. On Thursday, the ruling Republican Party announced that it would support Pashinyan's candidacy. Let's just take a moment, everyone listening, of deep, deep respect and congratulations to the people of Armenia. Well done. Keep it up. President Georgi Markvelashvili gave his annual parliamentary address on Tuesday. He spoke for less than an hour, saying that Otsneva's 2012 election was a step forward for Georgia's democracy, but that the country had entered a phase when the concentration of power by the ruling party endangered that democracy. As with the previous two governments, he also said that Georgia's strategic patience with Russia was a good diplomatic policy. He also criticized Otsneba for ignoring some of his proposals, making constitutional amendments that weaken democracy and institutions, and for abolishing the National Security Council. Otsneba members called the speech lazy and populistic, while opposition parties said it was too soft and noted that he did not mention the death of Archil Tatunashvili or Bidzina Ivanashvili's influence. After his address, Margulashvili walked out of political debates in Parliament, saying that he was not being permitted to answer the questions asked, saying, quote, it is not a debate when I only listen to their opinions and cannot participate. And, quote, he requested the ability to respond to remarks which Parliament Speaker Irakli Kobachidze rejected as a breach of parliamentary regulations. Yeah, right. Mark Velashvili and opposition parties say that this is untrue. Kobachidze then put the issue to vote, and predictably the majority voted against letting the president rebut the speeches. Reactions to Bidzina Ivanishvili's return, I say with air quotes, to politics has been predictably mixed. Prime Minister Kvitikashvili, Parliamentary Chairman Kobachidze, and Tbilisi Mayor Kahi Kaladze have all welcomed him back, saying repeatedly that his return was in order to strengthen and reform the party, and in no way related to the recent intra-Otsneba conflict stemming from the endorsement of Ninia Kakabadze, for the Georgian Public Broadcasters Board of Trustees. Let us also salute Nini Akakabadze for the freakout by Otsneba her presence on that uh, Board of Trustees has brought about. The United National Movement's Nika Melia said that the move was cynical because Ivanishvili had never left power, while Georgia 
Well, European George's Giga Bukeria said that the real ruler of Otsneba decided to come out of the shadows because the ruling party and the entire country are in crisis. Otsneba announced that they would decrease the size of their ruling political council from 21 to 15 members. Ivanishvili will join the council and 14 other members' positions will be renewed, including Kvitikashvili, Kobachidze, Kaladze, seven members of parliament, regional development minister Maya Tsitsishvili, IDP Minister Sosar Subadi and Partnership Fund CEO David Saganalidze. The new council in Ivanishvili's party chairmanship will have to be approved at the 11th of May Party Congress. Following consultations with Misha Saakashvili, the United National Movement, and seven non-parliamentary opposition parties, the State for the People, the European Democrats, Christian Conservative Party, National Democratic Party, Civic Alliance for Freedom, New Georgia, and New Unity for Georgia, amazing that some of those are still around, have decided to field a joint candidate for the October presidential elections. They will create a joint platform, avoid attacking each other, and choose their presidential nominee through primary elections. Saakashvili invited the other parties to join, saying that the door is open for everyone. We should unite individuals of all ages, those serving the country's interests based on our Christian national values. European Georgia rejected his offer, saying that they planned to run independently. So far, Shalva Natelashvili of the Labour Party, Nino Borjanadze of the Democratic Movement United Georgia, and Zuras Japaridze of the Girchi Party have announced that they are running. Otsneba has not yet announced a candidate, and Mark Velashvili has not said whether he will run for re-election or not. Head of Parliament's Human Rights Committee, Sopo Kiladze has backed down from a commitment made at the EU-Georgia Association Agreement to mark international, the International Day Against Homophobia, uh, 17th of May, for the period between 2017 and 20. Kiladze told Liberali that the day would not be commemorated and did not provide a reason for the change. Queer rights group, equality movement, and other activists protested outside of Parliament, calling for Kiladze's resignation and interrupting a parliamentary hearing. Conservative Groups counter-protested, and the three people were arrested after throwing eggs at the queer rights side because they're dumbasses. German, that that would be the knuckle-draggers that were throwing the eggs, not the people who were getting eggs thrown at them. Uh, German Interior Minister Horst Seehofer presented a new master plan on migration this week that aims to fight illegal immigration, speed up asylum procedures, and deport rejected asylum seekers as quickly as possible. This follows an altercation between German police and 150 to 200 African refugees that prevented police from deporting a man last week. As part of this new plan, the ministry will designate Georgia and a number of other countries, including Morocco, Tunisia, and Algeria, as secure home countries, thus lessening the likelihood of asylum being granted to Georgians. The United States Assistant Secretary of State for European and Eurasian Affairs, Wes Mitchell, visited Georgia this week to reinforce U.S support for Georgia's aspirations to integrate into Euro-Atlantic institutions. He spoke at the NATO-Georgia Public Diplomacy Forum, visited a village near South Ossetia, met with government and NGO representatives, including President Georgi Margvelashvili, Prime Minister Georgi Kvitikashvili, Foreign Minister Mikhail Janalidze. President Georgi Margvelashvili, Prime Minister Georgi Kvitikashvili, Foreign Minister Mikhail Janalidze, and Parliamentary Chairman Irakli Kobachidze all spoke at the NATO-Georgia Public Diplomacy Forum in Tbilisi on Monday. And they all said how determined Georgia is to still join NATO, despite everything. 
Defense Minister Levani Zoria visited Israel this week, where he met with National Security Council head Meir bin Shabbat and Defense Minister Avigdor Lieberman, who is a deeply troubled and troubling person, and signed a memorandum of cooperation aimed at increasing defense cooperation, especially with regards to military education. Zoria said that Georgia would intensively explore the Israeli mobilization and reserve systems and the teaching of civil defense in schools. Yikes. Tbilisi Mayor Kachi Kaladze and Tallinn Mayor Tav um, Az signed a memorandum of understanding this week that aims to increase cooperation on public transport, environmental protection, cultural heritage, and digital governance. Lithuania has officially begun calling Georgia Sakartvelo instead of the Russian Gruzia. South Ossetian President Anatoly Bibilov announced new restrictions on ethnic Georgians in the Akhalgori region while visiting on Friday, visiting Akhalgori on Friday. Local district administration employees will now require approval for travel into the rest of Georgia and risk being fired from their jobs if they cross without authorization. South Ossetian passports will be restricted from people who cross the border regularly and cows will no longer be permitted to go to winter pastures in Tbilisi-controlled areas. Ethnic Georgians make up a little over 55% of the population of Akhalgori, and many regularly cross the border for lots of different reasons. The thing to remember about ethnic cleansing, which is what this is, if you move slowly enough and keep it administrative and can wait long enough, it works pretty well. South Ossetia's parliament passed a bill criminalizing the illegal distribution of anti-epileptic anti-anxiety drug Pregabalin, known by the brand name Lyrica. The drug is mildly addictive, but its narcotic qualities have led to an increase of abuse in the area. In an attempt to decrease unemployment rates, the South Ossetian government has begun inspecting companies to ensure that their employees are not working more than one job at a time, thus freeing up second jobs for an unemployed person. The authorities believe that up to 700 jobs will be opened up by the inspection. Residents are not so happy to have and have complained to President Bibelov, who says that the initiative was intended to target the, ma- the managing class, not the lower-level jobs that are currently being impacted. A court battle is underway in Abkhazia over a chapter in the 10th an 11th grade textbook, The History of Abkhazia from Ancient Times to the Modern Period. The chapter in question deals with an episode in 2014 where protesters took over the presidential palace and led the re- to the resignation of President Alexander Ankvab. Prime Minister at the time, Leonid Lakarbaya, has sued two academics that wrote the chapter and is demanding that they rewrite it to portray him in a more positive light. This case has apparently angered a number of Abkhazian historians. By the way, anybody who knows comparisons of Abkhazian and Georgian textbooks, um, or anybody who who works on that or knows of anything written in English or Russian or Georgian or Abkhaz, um, please let let us know. That's certainly important work, the comparison of, uh, of textbooks. 80 Sino Hydro workers for on the uh, east-west highway, went on strike Sunday near Khashuri, demanding better working conditions. According to the Human Rights Education and Monitoring Center, most workers do not have copies of their contracts, don't get paid overtime or sick leave, and work 70 to 77 hours a week. 
Georgian Trade Union Confederation representatives said that the workers don't even have contracts, that they get no days off. Some workers also reported insufficient response from Sino Hydro after their supervisors acted violently. Demands include overtime pay, one day off per week, and the right to collective bargaining. The company has been building roads in Georgia for eight years, but language barriers exist between Chinese-speaking middle and upper management and Georgian laborers have inhibited negotiations and communication in general. Yeah, sounds like it. National Democratic Institute, NDI, released uh, the results of a public opinion survey from March. 26% of respondents said that their closest political party was Otsneba, down from 31% in December 2017. UNM support also went down by one uh, percentage point to 10%. European Georgia, the Alliance of Patriots, and Labor all received 4% or less when asked which party they would vote for if elections were held tomorrow. 31% said Otsneba, followed by 29% who did not know. Support to EU and NATO integration is slightly up from September, the low, its lowest in ethnic minority areas. While a majority of Georgians think Russia poses the largest threat to the country, 5% of respondents believe the U.S. does. Um, once again, as has been the case for, uh, for several years, there is an extremely large number of people who reject all parties or feel unaffiliated um, and are waiting to be hoovered up by a party that can speak to their concerns. NDI survey also, a party or coalition, I should say. The NDI survey also found that while over half of Georgians use the Internet every day, 31% say they have never used it, and 2% they say they have never heard of the Internet. National Statistics Office, Geostat, announced that as of January 1st, the population has increased by 0.1% from 2017. The official population of Georgia on January 1st, 2018, is 3,729,600 individuals. Designing construction plans are being produced now for an Armenian-Georgian friendship bridge at the Sadakhlo Bagratasheni um, crossing funded by EBRD, European Bank for Reconstruction and Development, and the Armenian and Georgian governments. Azerbaijan has purchased 64 passenger cars for the Baku-Tbilisi-Istanbul-Alexandropoulos-Vienna train, apparently due to be launched sometime this month. There's going to be air conditioning, Wi-Fi, two restaurants, and a bar on board. I cannot wait to take that train. Anyone who goes from, from Vienna to Baku or anywhere along the route, please let us know how that is. Robert Kobiashvili won gold, a gold medal in the Greco-Roman wrestling for Georgian national team at the European Wrestling Championships in Kaspisk, Russia, on Sunday. He defeated Russian wrestler Bekan Ozdoev, Georgian wrestler Nugzar Tsurtsman, Surtsumia won the bronze, defeating Russian, uh, Russia's Vasil Topoyev. Eric Lee's uh, The Experiment, Georgia's Forgotten Revolution, about the 1918 revolution and the brief social democratic republic that existed between 1918 and 1921, has been translated into Georgian and published by Poesia Press. Also, this may not be news to everyone, but Girchi headquarters still has their little cannabis box um, and pinecone embossed pipe with which to smoke the cannabis sitting in front of their office. Happy to get a report about that. 
Stuff to read. Jam Media covered the Georgian March uh, hunger strike that began recently, demanding the re- release of six members of their group arrested in March for attacking a Rustavi II journalist in response to his comments about Jesus. They're comparing their strike to the 1981 strike in Ireland where 10 Irish Republican prisoners died. Um, there's a great movie about that that I'd recommend called uh, Hunger, by the way. They say they too are willing to die for their cause, which is complete BS, of course. Um, we'll see how that uh, goes. They, those people actually did attack the Rustavi Odi journalists, and, and everybody knows that it was, all, it was recorded. Um, Jam discusses the history of the movement and uh, leader Sandro Bregadze, a well-known political goofball that we've discussed before. Um, his ties to the government, he's a former deputy minister, as well as to Aslan uh, Abashidze. He was Aslan Abashidze's chief button polisher for many years. Um, the article note is notice, notes that Otsneba has been reluctant to criticize Georgian March because of their national, their anxiety about nationalists. Same thing with the Patriotebi. Gem Media wrote about the life uh, in the mining town, um, right about life in the mining town of Tribuli, calling it a city that has become used to death due to the consistent mining deaths that occur there. During Soviet times, there were limonati and textile factories in the town, not anymore. Eleven people have died in the mines so far this year, but in the absence of other jobs, uh, residents of the city still risk their lives for coal, or they leave. OC Media wrote about the controversial 200-kilometer road plan to cut through uh, Hebsureti to Tusheti. The government says that it will help develop tourism and enable locals easier year-round access to distant areas. However, the opposition to the road is widespread on environmental grounds. Many argue that the road will actually reduce tourism potential by destroying the natural beauty of the area. They're right. Petition petition against the road has 7,000 signatures. There's not yet a full plan for the road or concrete route for it, but the roads department says that only 40 kilometers will be new road. The rest will be renovations of existing ones. The Environment Ministry has criticized several elements of the project as well. Firstly, that the project is being done in separate sections, so there's no overall environmental impact evaluation. And secondly, that the environmental impact evaluation that have been done are incomplete. Keep in mind, this is funded by the Asian Development Bank, and it's surprising that there are not conversations with the Asian Development Bank about the completely inadequate environmental impact assessment. The Guardian included Georgia in an article exploring the best wines in the ancient world. They noted that Georgia's status as the oldest wine-producing country has made it appealing to wine nerds, and that Georgia's wine increase in popularity now means that any good sommelier should be able to know the difference between Rkatsiteli and Saperavi. Caucasus Business Week published a set of illustrations by Georgian graffiti artist Tamuns depicting her perception of everyday reality, taxis, fruit sellers, and lots of smoking. Atlas Obscure wrote about the quest for an ancient culture's cannabis-filled cooking, a.k.a. Svaneti's lost weed culture, which has was apparently crushed by the Soviets in the 70s. Marijuana is likely to have been grown in Georgia for at least 2,700 years. Early ways of getting high probably involved heating the plant in milk, butter, or oil and drinking it. More recent weed cuisine in Svaneti included khajapuri, pchali, and kubdadi, the most delicious thing in the world, and the author hopes that with decriminalization, this unique cuisine could make a comeback. All this stuff to read is posted in our forum. This week's dive bar number is 23, the number of permanent indoor commercial 
cinema screens in Georgia. 23. On the 4th at 7 p.m., Tbilisi State University professor and honorary doctor of the Latvian Academy of Sciences, Nino Javakashvili, will host a discussion on the history of cultural and political relations between Georgia and the Baltic states from ancient times to the present. On the 4th through the 7th, Tbilisi Backstage 76 will be showing Synodox Tbilisi International Film Festival films every night at 9 p.m. Selections include Salome Joshi's Half-Eaten Cow, about the adventures of youths and cows in the Georgian mountains. Maka Gugoladze's God, Thank You for Tea, about the lives of workers on Georgian tea plantations starting in the 50s and their lives after the collapse of the Soviet Union. On the 5th, the European Union in Georgia will host Europe Day in Tbilisi's Rije Park from 12 p.m. to 9 p.m., there will be performances of European and Georgian fairy tales, Georgian European food tasting, a performance by Georgian Abkhazian Voice of Germany winner Natia Todua, and more. Armenian ethnic electronic music Haik Karoye Kapetian will also perform at Backstage 76 on the 5th at 10 p.m. From the 5th through the 8th, the Adam Mikowitz Institute and the Synodoc Tbilisi International Documentary Film Festival will show a program of virtual reality films at the Amidani Cinema, starting from 5 p.m. each day. All films, films are in English without subtitles. Other Synodoc events will happen throughout the city from the 3rd through the 8th. On the 8th, Tbilisi's Folklore Center will open an exhibition of photographer Badri Vadakochoria's work depicting political events in Georgia at 7 p.m. Other events that are part of the Kolga Tbilisi Photo Festival will happen throughout the city from the 4th through the 11th. Next Friday, the 11th, Tbilisi's Fabrika will host Zero Compromise, a natural wine festival in conjunction with the National Wine Agency in Georgia from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Over 60 producers will be at the event. Life Through Cinema and the British Georgian Society's Georgian Film Festival continues through the 8th in London at Regent Street Cinema, Terriers Trafalgar Square, and Studio in Chepstow Villa, uh, Villas. Check out the British Georgian Society Facebook page for more details on specific showings. That's it for this week. My Twitter address is at TXTBUK. That's Tango X-Ray, Tango Bravo Uniform Kilo. Our email is tbilpod, T-B-L-P-O-D, at gmail.com. Or post to the form on our website, www.tbilpod.com. And we will finish with, from 1936, Maynardville, Tennessee. This is Roy Acuff and the Wabash Cannonball. From the great Atlantic Ocean to the wide Pacific shore, from the Queen of Blowing Mountain to the South Bell by the shore, she's mighty tall and handsome, Quite well by all She's the combination On the Wabash Cannonball She came down from Birmingham One cold December day As she rolled into the station You could hear all the people say There's a girl from Tennessee She's long and she's tall She came down from Birmingham On the Wabash Cannonball
western states are dandy, so the people always say. From New York to St. Louis and Chicago, by the way. From the hills of Minnesota, where the rippling waters fall. No changes can be taken on that Wabash cannonball. Here's to Daddy Claxton, may his name forever stand. And always be remembered round the courts of Alabama. His earthly race is over and the curtains round him fall. We'll carry him home to victory on the Wabash Cannonball. Listen to the jingle, the rumble, and the roar As she glides along the woodland Through the hills and by the shore Hear the mighty rush of the engineer That lonesome hobo's call Hear traveling through the jungles On the Wabash Cannonball 